Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for January 10th through the 16th of 2021. We are underway, y'all. Deep breath. And we are officially in the zone of Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. So, last week Mercury, Mars, and Venus moved into new zones and Mercury had its first one of two activations that it's going to do while it's retrograde. The first one last week was a square to Mars. This week is a conjunction with Jupiter. So with Mars, it's a challenge to grow. But with Jupiter, it's a new beginning. And with Mercury, it's our mind and our thinking and our awareness. Jupiter's our consciousness and our education and what we're learning in our lives through the information that we're picking up. So we are activating a new beginning with our thinking and consciousness for sure. Uh, because of the retrograde, it's a process. It's not just a one and done. So we're going to look at this first quarter of the year as setting intentions for our new ideas and consciousness and things that are going to expand our lives and make them better because Jupiter's here to help us improve. So it's going to do it three times over. January 11th is our first hit this week. That's Monday. Then it'll go backwards, hit it again on Valentine's Day, February 14th, and for the final time, March 4th. So this year, I'm sure you all know already, Aquarius, Leo, Taurus, Scorpio on deck. <laughs> Air signs, which are Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra on deck. Those aspects of ourselves, even if they're not activated by planets, they're on deck. Those areas of life, those are the houses ruled by those signs that are being illuminated and activated so we can consciously co-create. So what we're going to do in this first quarter is expand our thinking and develop more conscious awareness especially because of the crazy in the world, because we just really want to be clear about our own truth and story going forward. This is a powerful energy assisting you on many levels. You will make connections easily and quickly that help you integrate newly acquired information or knowledge, making you appear psychic or at least lucky to others. At this time, you can connect with your highest ideal and most broad outlook for your life, and you may feel that you are finally ready to live your truth. You are so connected to your own ideal that you naturally give others permission to live their truth as well, creating an atmosphere of tolerance that feeds all involved. The challenge with this energy is going too broad and missing details that are vital to your success. You will also miss out on crucial information if you're too overconfident and or self-righteous in any way. Remain humble knowing that your way works for you, but it may not work for others and vice versa. And it's all okay. If you remain centered in the light and your own heart, this energy gives you a little boost to whatever you're creating at this time. So my writers and publishers, I'm starting a writer's quest with Heather Dakota. I'm so excited. I don't know what's going to come out of this, but this is my first quarter of extra things that I signed up for before I knew I was moving. <laughs> so Perfect thing to do on a Mercury retrograde, write a book. And then it's going to go on to square Uranus. The next day, on Tuesday the 12th, this energy challenges you to expand your mind and consciousness in a way, pushing you to think differently and respond to information in new ways. This is a square to grow out of comfort zone into new territory with our consciousness, again, with lower mind and higher mind. This is a very mental week already out the gate. And then the next one I'm looking at is Mars to Saturn. So that's not an easy one to deal with when your mental is going through things too. So let's really take our time this week. I know last week is, it was just more than most of us could take. 
So this is the new moon week in Capricorn where we get to claim a new reality. And that's where we need to keep our focus is not on what is wrong, but what we're calling in and the better way to do these things. When Mercury squares Uranus, there can be the sudden aha moments, personal awareness, and radical perceptions and conceptions, which is great for you adventurous souls who thrive on change and new ideas. However, if you are personally attached to your routine and things going as planned, then this energy can cause aggravation and tax your nervous system because things will seem sudden, even though it is more likely that they've already been brewing under the surface for some time now. You will have to adjust and be more open and mentally flexible than usual. You may not be able to control the excessive mental activity or information overload coming in, but hopefully you can direct it a bit. It's good to activate or clean your personal filters by taking some time in nature to process things at your own pace and generally clear your head. This can be a very inspiring and creative time. So try to tune into that while keeping in mind that anything you begin or get into may require a review later so you can check over the details of your revelations or creations. You are just cracking the surface. This is all about the revelation or awakening. So you will eventually have to figure out the logistics or effective actions necessary to bring your ideas into form. But this is where the dream or idea begins and where Jupiter is here to expand it in some way. Deep breath. So Mercury square Uranus happens pretty often and it is, it can be frustrating, but this is the tone for our year. So I think we've already been in training for this <laughs> since 2020 in terms of having to be flexible around things going as planned or seeming normal or any of that, because everything's radically different right now. This is what Uranus radical means. <laughs> and Aquarius. This is it. That's the ruler. So we have to watch Uranus all year. Then we have our new moon day, which has a couple of activations with Venus and Mars on the same day. So you have to know that that colors our new moon as well. So the first one is Mars squaring Saturn. Okay, this is the third and final hit in this one. So we've already been familiar with this energy of Mars which is active, and Saturn, which is structural, <laughs> you know. We have the energy and the endurance. We have the passion and the purpose. But they're squaring off. They're having to work out some issues, as it were. So we are already quite familiar with this sense of frustration that this energy represents. However, the good news is this is the last hit, and we can move on and start making some moves in a new direction. So this is the energy of action being restricted and the anger or frustration that follows. You can either be angry and feel restricted, limited, and unable to move, or you can see this energy as an opportunity to define the right actions to take and strategically plan to take them when the universe is more supportive. This energy requires us to slow down and double check the plan. If you proceed consciously, your plan has a better chance of success and if you were reckless and impatient, you may experience a blockage of some sort, internal or external. You may feel this tremendous urge to change or move forward in your life, but seem to find blockages and limitations with every effort. That is likely your perception. So you need to ask if you feel inadequate to the task at hand, or what are you afraid of? Remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. So let's release the fear and choose to be responsible for creating your life. 
If you don't, your outer circumstance only becomes a reflection of your inner belief. You will attract criticism and repel support. Take your grand vision and figure out three small steps you can take on this restricted level that is still taking you in the direction of your goal. Don't try to initiate at this time. This is a time for cultivating, planning, working behind the scenes, doing the detail work or foundational work, which is often known as the grunt work, which is necessary to support the grand vision when the time comes to fully express it. So this is what I mean. We're working out who we are and what we want with what we're willing to commit to and be responsible for. Mars is freshly into Taurus, so it's about our comforts and personal securities and food, sex, and money, the really important things to human beings. And Saturn in Aquarius is what's best for the group. You know, this is the shift that's going on from Capricorn to Aquarius. So it still is going to feel periodically oppressive. That's part of the energy that we have to work out now. But what I like this square for is it gets you more clear on who you are and what you want. Really. It's not a bad thing. It's just not easy to navigate. And especially not with the world tripping. So also on our 13th, this is a busy day, Venus is going to trine Uranus. So that'll actually offset some of that Mars Saturn with some more positive, uplifting possibilities and a little excitement or Again, with the angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides, I'm telling you, your, your invisible team is way more available than humans. Humans are unavailable for consultation right now. Everybody's processing and integrating something really deep that's changing their whole system up. And this is just the beginning of the year. So we're still updating our systems for the new level of existence that we're walking into right now. So I like this on the heels of this one. Venus and Uranus in a good angle brings a little excitement into your life one way or another. It's a good time to do something different, try something new, and consciously put yourself in situations where you have to improvise or think on your feet. We are in times of breaking old patterns and resetting them in more positive, effective ways. You can still live your true values and priorities, but something has changed within. Definitely. 2020 changed us all. This blessing from the cosmos allows you to align with more personal authenticity, which in turn is infused into all that you love and treasure. Relationships will have an unusual energy to them. An established relationship may get shaken up or sparkle with some extra spice. Or a new relationship begun under this influence may be stimulating and unusual, but probably short-lived as well. This is not a bad thing. It's actually perfect for improvising and experimenting with new ideas and expressions to see what you actually respond to, what your heart aligns with and responds to. Use this energy to soak up some good energy and rare wisdom from those who are unique, those who do things differently and live life to the fullest. So this is what's happening. We've had our own internal paradigm shift. So now we're going to start to attract different people into our lives, which is actually a good thing. So what I'd like to synthesize here is, again, if we can work out who we are and what we want and get clear about our commitments and agreements and responsibilities that we're choosing, not obligations being imposed upon us. At the same time, if you do something different, in a positive way different, it's supported. If you trust the feminine energy to liberate you, which means basically create space for what you're trying to bring in, create a container for what it is you're trying to build, create the foundation, all of that is going to be helpful 
to being able to expand even further. And these two alignments feeding into our new moon on the same exact day is powerful. So Capricorn new moon. This lunation is our bridge between 2020 and 2021. We had our Cancer full moon December 29th. Two weeks later, here we are at the Capricorn new moon. So we're still in the zone, which by the way, I don't even think I got to add this to the annual overview where I talk about how Jupiter and Saturn are in Aquarius this year and Mercury's retrograding through all air signs this year. So I wanted to add this. We're going to have the lunar flip this year. In July, August, we're going to get two full moons in Aquarius, which means we get two chances to release and do some clearing on a personal level in Aquarius department while these social collective planets are working out the Aquarius department. So, I mean, there's just layers and layers and layers to this year of air energy. So let's work it accordingly. We are planting seeds in the rich, potent darkness of closing out 2020. We're still in winter in this hemisphere. All that has lived and died last year feeds the root of what you will grow in the coming year. All around December 21st, before, during, and after winter solstice, there are powerful activations, which also feed the root of what you're seeding for the new year. The last few years may have rearranged your family or work structures, which automatically affect the foundations of your identity and relationships. Or conversely, you may have had more identity and relationship changes that forced you to do family or work in a completely new way. See how they're all related? December, January is dedicated to opening our consciousness to a completely new vision of living our lives in everyday reality and evolving our true purpose along the way. We can reclaim a strong, stable structure and a secure base and foundation, including our environment, our body, our Merkaba vehicle, that's our light body that allows us to travel through other dimensions, as well as containers for ourselves and our creative projects. Boundaries, guidelines, rules, manners, structure, foundation. These are all things that we're redefining post-2020 and going forward. This is affecting everyone, but it's particularly intense and customized for the Cardinal family. Capricorn is initiating, Cancer is integrating, and Aries and Libra are being pushed to grow. If you don't have those signs activated, you absolutely have them ruling an area of life. Those are the houses in your chart. So it's all somewhere and it gets stimulated at winter, spring, summer, fall every year. So you can learn how to feel this one and work with this new moon in a really conscious way. It's time to restore your base and physical strength, flexibility and endurance. Create a new plan or strategy that reflects your original blueprint and the upgrades that you've experienced in recent years. Reclaim your true earned wisdom Inner wealth, personal protection, stability, and independence. This is our seeds for the Capricorn new moon. Your earned wisdom so you can stand on it. Your inner wealth so you always have what you need. Personal protection so you can move freely. Stability and independence is all part of the deal. Practice inviting the Council of Elders to inform and guide you. Or the Council of Grandmothers, which is represented by Capricorn and activate your power to support your life and hold your own structure. That's the inner authority piece. When you do that well, outer authorities don't have to mess with you. It would be excellent if you chose one seed to nurture throughout the new year of 2021, paying attention to quarterly evolution, the growth of your seed, and seeing what you're able to manifest by this time next year. 
Capricorn brings up our commitments and responsibilities. Those two are getting rebooted with a clean slate, which will push you to hone in on those that really support and protect you as well. The seeds you plant at this time are extremely potent as this new beginning is much larger in scope than the usual annual cycle. You are new. Your reality is new. You are in new territory. That means you have many possible directions you could go. So choosing and following through become your sole responsibility and crucial to your success. Take it slow, cultivate what is working, and release what is not. The Capricorn lesson centers around inner authority and personal responsibility. What are you known for in your personal life? And what are you known for in your professional life? This is an opportunity to clarify what sacred, heart-centered work is really for you and release any blockages to you contributing your unique piece to society. This is an opportunity to release any weakness, fear, and let go of the past once and for all. And it's time to center and truly own who you are and what you want from this life. And then you can use this energy, the Capricorn energy, to renew your commitment to living your truth and purpose. You will be recognized and rewarded in equal measure to your commitment and dedication. It's all up to you. You have a clean slate to begin with and the ability to fulfill the potential of your being here, now, and for the next 10 to 20 years. And I'm pretty sure that sentence is in there because you know how we're in the Gemini Sag eclipses? It's because last year was all Cancer Capricorn eclipses. So we're on the other side of those eclipses, and this is probably the first new moon since that. And it matters. We have done a break to realign in the Cancer Capricorn departments, which automatically affected our Aries Libra departments. But the first one is usually pretty juicy for stepping forward and finally moving out of the chaotic eclipse energy and really knowing what you want and knowing how to claim it. So the next day, which is Thursday the 14th, we have Sun conjunct Pluto. So there's also something to the order of these activations for sure. So we're going to work on our mental early in the week. We're going to work on our choices and decisions, and we're going to expand our consciousness to think outside the box to do it. We're going to plant seeds of what we want. All of that leads to a complete renewal. Anytime we conjunct Pluto, it's a complete transformation that's possible and a really clean slate to begin with. So this energy brings to mind a quote, circumstances do not make a man, they reveal him. The sun, which is the ego, and Pluto, transformation, are connecting, and you are often a different being once this energy passes and the two planets separate again. They meet once a year. So also be mindful of this. This is a little sidebar. 16 years, annual meeting with Pluto, transforming our identity and consciousness and purpose in the world. Now that's going to shift in 2024 to Aquarius. And then I think they're going to be, it'll be 20 years. The time that Pluto spends in a sign is starting to stretch out and get longer and longer. So if you thought 16 years in Capricorn was long, 20 in Aquarius, get ready. And that means 20 years of the sun meeting up with Pluto in the Aquarius segment of your chart annually. Chew on that for a while. And we're all definitely different beings on the other side of 2020. So this is a good time to use the sun to clarify, to light up different departments and see what's going on until you can consciously choose. Pluto brings into the light aspects of ourselves, which may have been buried, neglected or ignored lately, or for some, a very long time. 
Sometimes that is miraculous and life-saving, and other times it can be arduous and exhausting. But it is a completely natural process to work with Pluto. With this energy, you can now more fully access your own source, the sun, and transcend Pluto, who you used to be, and begin to truly embody who you are becoming. Bringing things into the light comes in many forms as you question all that you thought you were or thought you knew about what you really want to express in this lifetime. You can use this as a rebirth of light within you, or you can look at it as the light being brought to your deepest, darkest places within to heal them with pure universal light. It is an initiation that often requires a release or sacrifice of some kind that ultimately allows you to grow and blossom in new, more authentic ways. As always, concentrated power of Pluto must be responsibly directed. So watch any projections or provoked power struggles and pick your battles. Everybody doesn't like light in their dark places. It's time to question if the sacrifices you're making are truly worth it. Relationships often strain under this influence because it is such raw truth rising from the soul, but it also brings things to the surface that are better addressed sooner than later. Think the tower card in the tarot. It doesn't have to be destroyed necessarily, or maybe it does, as much as it needs to be transformed, a new form. Remember, breakdowns always precede the breakthroughs. And the very same day, we get a breakthrough with Uranus going direct. So every year, this kind of wakes things up and shakes things up as well. With Uranus, we're finally settling into an annual rhythm for the next six to seven years as it journeys through Taurus. The personal planets will interact with Uranus and Taurus in a similar way every year that we can consciously co-create with, and every year's annual retrograde is a special time to assimilate the changes you've been going through. Uranus is a collective planet and so affects many people and takes seven years to accomplish its mission in each sign. It will awaken the Taurus department of life, that house in your chart, and stimulate any of your planets in Taurus Scorpio or Leo Aquarius by default. The last four to five months have revealed what aspect of your life needs the most awakening and or vitality. This will be an annual process that you can consciously co-create with if you're paying attention. Uranus wakes up and shakes up your routine with a sudden shock of some sort, and it's up to you to not fall back asleep or back into old patterns. There is a shift in the values and priorities that support the newly awakened emergent self and how that works on the ground, in your body, on the earth, in real time. So use this annual energy to wake up dormant resources within you and learn how your electromagnetic field really works. It takes conscious practice and dedicated focus when working with your own power. We are cultivating a whole new way of living in our bodies and on the planet. And each year that Uranus travels through Taurus is going to awaken you to this reality. So deep breath. Thank God it's a process. So that's our week. New moons, the dark of moon, three days before, day of, three days after. That's exactly our week because our new moon falls on Wednesday, hump day. So try to be in the zone of cultivating or calling in your new reality and purpose, your new responsibilities and commitments, your new direction in life that you are building a foundation under, taking all that worked in the last year and using it to your best of your ability and releasing all that didn't work last year so it doesn't weigh you down in the new one. All right, everyone. If you haven't checked out the overview or the extra special alignments, those are all posted everywhere on the blog, on the YouTube channel and Instagram. 
And of course, reach out if you need to. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off. Have a fantastic week.